it is our responsibility to delve into what to realize that what we need to do in life mm. okay it is yeah. the individual's responsibility and once you have found it out however difficult it is mm. we we just need to believe yeah. and trust me these are not words this is come with my experience mm. we just need to believe that it will happen mm. or rather um we have to make believe we have to pretend or we have yeah. to imagine that you know i've already achieved it for example you said you you wanted to be interviewed yeah okay so you visualize you know and that visualization gives you immense happiness yeah. and that's the way it works and that will happen hmm. yeah. so my advice is that nothing is impossible and it is not just words for me i have seen it i have practiced so anything is possible just with full faith and belief yeah, yeah. oops no <laughs> I need Let's to do it that. again. Okay. One, I practice at home. Three, two, one. Yes. Okay. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wishner Stories podcast. Today, we're doing episode one of the actual. Not it's not talkies. This is the actual podcast. This is the real deal. And today on the show, I would, I'm, I'm, I'm in fact very glad to have someone I really look up to. We have Vinita Pratish today. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. and first of all i'm really honored that i'm the first person uh, i'm i appreciate the risk that you've taken <laughs> making me the first person but it's a great thing i mean irrespective of what i have achieved or not yeah for me it's something really great and thank you so much tobias thank, thank you, you thank so you much thank you for yeah. coming thank you <laughs> Okay, so obviously my first question to you is, um, who is Vinita Pratish? How young is she, and what is her vision? Vinita Pratish is a normal human being. Uh huh. Okay. Specifically, how young I am? I have seen thirty-seven uh, years of um, mistakes, hmm. immaturity, um, realization, <laughs> fun. <laughs> and yeah so it was i won't repeat <laughs> <laughs> okay and my vision <clears throat> in fact uh, it is never stagnant hmm. it has been changing over the yeah you know over the years so as of now yeah as of now uh, it is just to keep learning and impart mm-hmm. some knowledge that's it yeah okay yeah. so when you said that you're a normal human being Okay what do you mean by a normal human being what's your definition of normal human being a normal human being is someone who has all you know characteristics uh-huh. like not just physical but of course physical i look like a human being of course mm-hmm. but emotional characteristics like <clears throat> love hatred yeah. jealousy yeah, yeah, yeah. anger okay got so i think nothing more than that the rest all is just so superficial and okay so uh, what do you do now because obviously everyone knows you're a dancer but then brief me on how how what do you actually do uh, if I, you if someone asked you what do you do for a living what would you say for a living <laughs> for a living uh <laughs> i take classes uh-huh. i take dance classes yeah. and apart from that yeah. uh, to be yeah in the deeper side 
I am kind of you know on the journey of learning. Hmm. Yeah. So I find it really fascinating, hmm. and uh, unfortunately, I realized it like really late. Yeah. Because probably in your age, I hated to learn. I hated hmm. to study. I think all children are like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of them, at least. So now I am on the path of learning hmm. and uh, discovering myself. Hmm. I think I'm, I, 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 like, I guess I'm more than half of my life, you know, I've passed half of my life. Yeah, yeah. So I realize that learning is an ongoing process hmm. and yeah. Okay, so um, before we jump into the bigger part, uh, take me back to your childhood. I am from Trishul. Uh-huh, yeah, I yeah. was brought up in Dubai. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So you were born and brought up in Dubai. Yeah. So take me back, I mean, paint me a picture of how your childhood was. Like, uh, how were your parents and how was the whole environment when you grew up? Mm, it was like a very normal uh, gulf child's mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Uh, where my, both my parents used to work. Yeah. And uh, uh, I don't know, I enjoyed my childhood a lot mm. because I had good friends, yeah. very, very good friends. And it was, um, I don't know how life in Kerala is. Yeah, okay. I'm basically Kerala, so I don't know how life over there is. I've just heard hmm. stories of uh, the mango tree, the hmm. tamarind uh, fruit and things yeah, like that. Yeah. So, but I had fun with my friends. Of yeah, course, yeah. we stayed in a building and, you know, we had our indoor share of indoor games and hmm. things like that. And um, my parents, I think, taught me the value of hard work because they were always hardworking. And <laughs> yeah. I think that, that that is something I got from my childhood, hmm. which I still believe in. Okay. And, yeah. uh, so, uh, basically, uh, this you were the only child. I have a brother, elder brother. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, elder brother. Yeah. So, how is, how is, your, how is your brother? Bor. Bor. Always. Fighting. Always fighting. He is actually five years older than me. Uh-huh. And it used to be like, <clears throat> we used to draw a line. Yeah. Uh, this is your part of the room and this is my part. Mm. I feel like every sibling siblings. Yeah, especially that. brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You always yeah. used to fight. Always, mostly. Especially he's like five years older than me. Yeah. So, he's like, don't touch my, don't <laughs> touch my. And by... Even if there's a power shortage and his computer, you know, gets yeah, yeah. bad, like you touched it, and the the irony would be I would have just actually touched it. Yeah, okay. And but the <laughs> actual reason of the <laughs> computer to break down would be something else. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So uh, how was schooling for you? Uh, how did, like uh, we know you're a dancer, so like did like schooling play an important role in who you are today? Was that mm-hmm. something that impacted your decisions and your journey? Mm-hmm. Not really, not at all, uh-huh. not at all. You were not a dancer? Uh, I was, I used to learn dance. I think my okay. mom, yeah, she t- told me that she put me for dance classes when I was three and a half years old. And uh, I didn't have a very great uh, time going for classes hmm. because you know how it, classical dance is. Yeah. You have to bend, you have to strain your knees, your uh, legs. And it was, it was really torture for me. Hmm. Uh, I think for most of the children because it is, it is, uh, it is a tough thing. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I think... Uh, I had, yeah, I was a teenager when I suddenly got a very nice teacher, hmm. very, very nice. And she... How, how, how old were you? Yeah, I think 13 or 14. Okay. I, almost my ninth standard. In, in Dubai? In Dubai, yeah. Okay. So I've been learning dance from like three and a half years, but it took me 10 years, to, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. to actually start liking hmm. dance. So, so like, was it like you were forced into it? Was it hated like when you were like... Yeah, of course time? I was forced into it. Okay. Because my mother loved... Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. dance. And was it was it like the, the like when the parents couldn't achieve it and exactly. then exactly yeah <laughs> nice. I don't think I I my mother ever told me that you used to dance always mm. or I noticed you you know moving your hands. It mm. was never like that. 
she loved dance okay. and of course during you know her times she could not even think of something like that mm. so she thought yes i should put my daughter into mm-hmm. dance and that's how i got into it yeah but then you're grateful for it now right oh my god <laughs> i don't know how i can thank my parents for it uh-huh. and that that's again a totally different subject because yeah, i yeah. think over the years she realized that okay i have some some talent in me mm-hmm. and she was determined to continuously teach like yeah. send me maybe for maybe she had the feeling that eventually she will love it yeah maybe i may love it or not but mm-hmm. it's just like how your parents send you to school yeah yeah, yeah. you may not like physics chemistry but you need to because yeah. you need to get somewhere so this dance also my parents saw it that way mm-hmm. so i'm really grateful to them for that because if it's not for that that's why i keep telling you know oh. the parents of my students that uh, your children may not like it now mm. but just give it some time to just be patient you know at least you're teaching them something valuable yeah. so even if they say i hate this just wait for some especially if you feel that they are talented yeah yeah i think you must nurture it yeah. mm. okay so um ha- take me back to your schooling uh you you were you were in an indian school yeah. in dubai yeah so how was it how because it was back in 1980s somewhere there yeah right? yeah Yeah. Yeah. So like uh how was the black and white era? It's <laughs> not it was not black and white. Yeah. It was color, so so, yeah. so how was it? Like how was that era? It was I think uh, very similar to what you guys are going through now in okay. Kuwait. Yeah. Okay. I was in Dubai. So uh it was like yeah we went to school in bus. We used <laughs> to wait at 6:30 in the morning, you know, near our buildings. Yeah. We used to wait in the bus. We used to have a good fun of, you know, chat and you know talk in our bus and mm. go to school. school uh, again it was a very conventional and traditional way yeah. like you know your teachers used to check your home things like that yeah. so even my subjects i was a very average student i used to work hard i think mm. yeah. <laughs> if my mom sees this she like no way she never used to study no i used to i think i used to put in an effort yeah. but i was not a very intelligent or a bright student mm. so that way again i kind of had a tough time to like yeah you know the studies part mm. again i was waiting chemistry i hated chemistry mm. and i used to wait like oh when will that angel teacher come you know who would change the outlook of chemistry mm. and finally she came when yeah. i was in 11th standard oh, okay. so that's it. for me i needed um an individual to influence me mm. a lot and not the subject mm-hmm. if the subject is good also i needed somebody Someone to, to influence, yeah, yeah to influence yeah okay and friends were good i st- Uh, I still, you know, we're still connected. So, like your friends knew you were learning classical. Now. Yes, yes. And I feel even now, like classical is seen as, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, like, did your friends influence you or anything in that way to uh, like, like, dislike it or to like it, anything like that? Not really, because luckily I used to take part for competitions where I used to win. Uh-huh. So I used to uh, be kind of a star over there. Uh-huh. So that way they all, you know, always encourage yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. So like uh, when you you told you won the competition, yeah, yeah. did you still hate dance at the time, classical dance at the time? Of course. Wow. Of course. <laughs> Competitions. It was just for the moment. Yeah, you mm. get your trophy, and then you think, oh yeah, now it's my fifty seventh or sixtieth trophy. You know, you would put. That was the only purpose for it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't think that made me like dance at all. No. Okay. Yeah. So that was your whole schooling. Was yeah. that was there any uh, major, what would you say, major turn or decision that changed the whole outlook? I mean the I mean that what do you say was there a key decision or like a key what do you say incident that took place that paved the way to the Vinita yeah, VC today, today. Yeah. not really in school not not really in school no school uh, again was a very strict environment yeah. and even my parents were kind of very strict uh-huh. and you know not strict as in they were always worried because hmm. 
they never used to send me out alone and nothing like that so i was in a very very um, disciplined way of you yeah. know yeah so uh, nothing there but after school i think my college was a big change and uh, okay so uh, you went you went for a, you went to kerala for your college chennai chennai yeah okay chennai. and you did computer science engineering engineering yeah so tell me how does an engineer become a full time dancer <laughs> okay let's let's go step by step how was it because you came from dubai yeah and you reached in chennai how yes. was that change because it's it's a big change it's, everyone knows yeah it is a big change uh, i think uh, the way i lived in dubai hmm. you know my parents uh, i told you they we, they had like minimal salaries and we we used to live with uh, very in a very normal way hmm. so that helped me i think when i went to chennai yeah because i was expecting i was told that hostel life is not going to be that great yeah. so even though my hostel was like looking very untidy hmm. i was okay for it yeah and then my mother said no i think you should try you know we should look out for a better place and then finally eventually we got a better place and initially that this thing of gulf return you know in when yeah. you go to india you are never uh, accepted mm. especially your teachers yeah. however down to earth however you know yeah, low yeah, profile yeah. you maintain you like you kind of uh, it comes conclude. up eventually yeah they conclude yeah, yeah. She, yeah she's from there she won't study she won't do anything mm. and things like that so i initially i had that difficulty but again i don't know i was always very blessed to have good friends mm. you know um who i could gel with very easily yeah. who could really support me very strongly mm. you know in spite of coming from dubai yeah, yeah. Um, they used to, uh, in fact, clean some, you know, places yeah. specifically for me because okay, the okay. washrooms and all were very different, and I found it very <laughs> difficult. I have my best friend Amrita. Yeah. She used to go and <laughs> before I enter the washroom, just check. You know, she used to peep. She's like, Vinita, it's good. You go. <laughs> you know. So that's what I have had some amazing friends. Uh-huh. Who you still keep in contact with them? Oh, contact is like not the word. Okay. We are still we still know everything about each that's other. That's nice to know. Yeah. So that way, yeah. Chennai. Was there any any specific friend that uh, influenced who you are today? Uh, of course. Um, I have to take one of my school friends. I, yeah. Sorry, I have to go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, Devi, you know, okay. she is uh, she was two years senior, and she was my dance partner. So okay. we used to go for dance classes together. she used to always uh, i don't know she used to you know give me some punch lines hmm. i never used to be very confident about myself yeah. never i think even now i'm a little hmm. backward in that so she used to always keep telling me you know i, I had this complex that i was <laughs> dark skinned hmm. and because my mother is like really fair yeah, okay. and her entire family you know is on the brighter side yeah, yeah. literally skin wise so my <laughs> friend used to tell me that uh, you know you're not ugly mm. uh, ugly is not the word for you you yeah. you know I, because she used to say that we never we should never say you know he's ugly or she's ugly mm. because uh, her thought was we are all creations of god yeah and how can you criticize god mm. you know that no mm-hmm. creation of his is ugly yeah so such things really you know motivated me and uh, she was my dance partner so i think i used to kind of find it thrilling just because she used to be there with yeah. me yeah so she was one very good friend of mine mm. and in college mm, yeah my best friend amrita lakshmi yeah influence as in you know more than influence they keep influencing you yeah, yeah, yeah. but the thing is you know they need to be there to support you mm. for whatever nonsense or if it's nonsense as we all hear it always you mm. know a good friend corrects you when you're wrong and 
and mm, so yeah, th- yeah. that way she was always there with me and i found it a great support and she was from a village i'm sure she'll kill me if she hears it because now she's in dubai yeah. she was from a village and it was a complete extreme you know okay. <laughs> i came from dubai she was she to, yeah, proper yeah. she was from a proper village but it's not like that but her ideologies her thought process was so broad hmm. i used to really feel you know i used to feel okay she, you know she you're from a village and how can you even, yeah, 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 yeah yeah so that the, the way they think so it's do you feel that stereotype still happens like a person is from here so they should be like before even knowing the person people start judging them yeah that is that, that's what that's what that's, that's what i said that is part of a human being yeah and uh, i have tried my best but i need to keep reminding myself so yeah. it's not about uh, a stereotype it's about being judgmental hmm. you know we judge anything and everything hmm. i think I feel as humans it's it's a it part is, of an age it is yeah. but i think whatever it is i think we should realize and just revert yeah you know probably we should understand that maybe there is a reason hmm. you know okay so we we just went through your whole yeah college yeah yeah so um you took computer science engineering yeah. so my basic question is did that anyway help you out <laughs> to make you who you are today uh actually uh, my parents would be very happy that uh, after my engineering Uh, i was uh, able to get a job in a very very uh, you know prestigious firm like emirates airlines and uh-huh. I, i worked there for 10 years and yeah yeah i uh, good salary and you know everything was very good yeah. about it so that way at least you know the parents are content <laughs> that yeah i taught my child and uh, yeah. you know she is working in a good place i think every parent a normal parent would indian parent yeah, would yeah, yeah. dream about your child yeah so that way mm, that uh, my computer science engineering helped hmm. and i think even to know about the corporate world yeah even to know about people as such mm-hmm. you know uh, that helped me yeah. but in art of course yeah uh, i i used to get my free time there that i used to use for my art mm. so that okay. way it helped me yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah so um you worked first yeah yeah for 10 years yeah. and that did that fuel your this uh, your whole venture as a dancer uh actually when i i like listening to talks yeah okay so when okay. i was 17 i went to this associ- you know like kuwait there are a lot of associations yeah yeah adebala dubai there were like lot of associations yeah. and i went to a, a program where this uh, person called surya krishnamurthy so he's mm-hmm. the founder of surya festival in yeah, yeah. kerala so i heard his talk and then i spoke to him mm. and he is the one i think he is the prime reason why i'm into this today yeah okay so he told me that uh, we all cannot do everything yeah so probably if you are able to at least give 2 hours of happiness hmm. to your art lovers that itself is a great thing yeah so that made me think okay how can i how can i so that's when i started uh, srishti productions hmm. it is a production it is uh, basically i do dance dramas and it's a, it's, hmm. a, it's, okay, a, it's okay. an event yeah yeah which has a lot of work that is done yeah uh basically it's like a movie i mean i make i mm. i do stories and yeah. i represent them in the form of dance dramas in bharatnatyam mm. so because keeping what he said in mind it shouldn't bore the people mm. you should try and you know yeah, yeah. Send, there should be a message. message yeah there should be a message and so that's how i started it and i think uh, that is what really triggered me it mm. is not the even the passion for art honestly yeah i just wanted to probably what he said trigger some sort of you know solace to the people hmm. through art yeah yeah uh, so you did you did computer science engineering i'm sorry i come back to that yeah. but um you were into dance like by then the yes. passion had developed yes, right yes 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 so 
did at any point you feel you feel like this engineering was it wasn't your cup of tea or did you like start hating it thing is i told you i was sort of very intelligent child yeah yeah so of course i used to struggle sometimes hmm. while i learned my computer science engineering yeah mm, uh, although i don't know my marks used to be okay but ask my friends about how i used to learn maths you know they used to lit in india uh, i don't know how it is here in dubai it was not like that but yeah, yeah. we do a lot of combined studies <laughs> okay so there you talk and you explain and the other person listens yeah it's kind of it's like that so when we do math my friend used to literally pull her hair <laughs> because okay. yeah i i cannot understand the logic <laughs> very bad i can't even count money you know i get lost so that way i did have a tough time for yeah. my engineering but i never regretted at any point like during your whole college life did you feel like you wanted to drop out and like go full time dancing no <laughs> no 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 never in never. college no never i i think the passion didn't start uh, even in college yeah yeah i used to be a part of programs and things like that but even then i just used to learn mm. i st- i began liking it hmm. but again what surya sir said was there in my mind yeah. and yeah Okay so when you were done with collegeing and before you joined the job was there like a brief period where you were confused and trying to decide what you would do No No I think I told you my parents were very yeah. um conventional <laughs> traditional parents yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I passed out in April May and I got married in August hmm. So it's like too less of a time to actually even decide because my marriage was fixed and I got married in August like 3 yeah. months as soon as I passed out hmm. And then again because of the pressure from the society they keep asking you have finished engineering why aren't yeah, you yeah. looking for a job although i'll be like literally on my toes you know like desperately looking for a job so um uh, it is by default i think i was just following the rules of <laughs> a very conventional and a typical so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah i did my engineering so now i need to look out for a computer science job <laughs> and that's how i started looking out for a job and yeah, yeah it took me one and a half years actually okay. after passing out huh. yeah to get a job and you were working in kerala uh, no it emirates in, in dubai, dubai. Okay. yeah so i went back to dubai, dubai after my marriage also yeah nice yeah okay so uh, you were in dubai and you worked there for 10 years yeah yeah so after that how did you end up in kuwait and in dubai did you have like a dance class or any setup like that uh, no not at all i i never took dance classes in dubai okay but I, then you still kept on training Yeah I I I used to do productions as I said every yeah, year yeah, yeah. most every year we used to do a production where I used to call my school juniors Yeah in Dubai or in Dubai yeah, in okay. Dubai and uh, you know children of friends <laughs> or even students who are interested yeah. who would be learning in other places but who would be keen on doing the production yeah, okay. so I used to do every year yeah. that used to take like 6 months because mm-hmm. we work I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, working yeah. so yeah. then I used to, I used to take 6 months to do that production all the finalizing and all yeah, that yeah so and um, towards the end of it like i, I think um maybe, maybe the 10th year when i was working i thought i should because i started loving it a lot mm-hmm. you know i realized that so was it the production that yes. insp- started yes, the, okay i think so yeah, yeah yeah doing such things actually yeah in fact i think you're making me realize <laughs> a lot of things <laughs> production mm-hmm. yeah right and even working with a live orchestra 
Okay. Yeah, I, I used to work. I mean, always with the live orchestra. So huh. that interaction and that, you know, like you have all the ingredients and then you cook yeah. and then the final output when yeah, it's yeah. tasty, you're again encouraged to hmm. cook something. Cook again. Yeah. yeah. But in cooking, for me, it's not like that. <laughs> but this has been like that. So yeah. um, obviously, there's a lot of trouble and a lot of effort that goes into yeah. making a production. Yes, yes, yes. So like, take me through the the toughest times where you felt like this is it. I'm not gonna do. Yeah. Or was there any point like? Yeah, that? of course. It it is always there every time. time you do it especially when you have to manage people mm. you know uh, uh, i was not very efficient and uh, in you know managing people so i used to uh, literally be very emotional or sentimental when yeah. i never used to get the response uh, mm. that i like the effort i put in i never used to get from there so that was the only bad part but otherwise it was good yeah people was, management was yeah, tough yeah. yeah who was the who was the greatest support you had during the whole production Oh, my parents, of course, my family, like mm. my brother, my sister-in-law, like my brother's yeah. wife, yeah. and of course my husband, who is mm. always there, like unconditionally there for me. My sister-in-law is very artistically uh, creative. Yeah. And uh, one different thing about my production is we have audio visuals. Oh, okay. We have we always have audio visuals in some or the other form. So she used to do the direction hmm. and voiceover and all for that, yeah. which is why, as I said, you know, I that is how it used to reach out to the layman, which I really wanted. Hmm. So just like you say, oh, for classical dance, yeah, I wanted layman to realize that no, it's not that bad. Hmm. Yeah, so, so yeah, my family, and of course a few friends who have always, who my dancers, you know, my yeah. friends who always dance for me, yeah. So, you went through the whole period where. you realize that you like dance yeah yeah and uh, is is the production still there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so when's the next production january 10th <laughs> oh okay january 10th it's yeah. here in, in kuwait yeah, yeah. okay yeah. i'll come yeah sure you must <laughs> <laughs> okay so like during that whole journey where you realize that dance is your passion yeah like um, did that somehow affect your job or anything else that you were working on at the time where you were like no now i want i want to pursue dance mm. and like how did that whole change in your whole ideology towards dance and everything affect who you are as a person mm. Mm. my work has uh, mm, i told you there have been plus points I, when i got free time from work because yeah. when you at home your kids don't allow you and i've never been able to actually do stuff at home hmm. so it used to be mostly at my workplace yeah. i used to work around the clock like we had different shifts mm-hmm. so uh, my night shifts used to be um, my creativity yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that the time i used to think and you know create and i i have had some exceptionally creative colleagues as well okay uh, much um, uh, you know they have more experience than us yeah. they're a little more older and uh, someone specific is uh, mr kutieli who used to really uh, tell me that we should work on social causes you know yeah. yeah you're already doing your dance mythology and stuff like that why don't you take up a social cause and again um, i worked on that i think that is what made me change mm. i kind of had a more, more of a fearlessness mm. okay when i was taking the topic my family told me i think you should think again yeah. because it was about uh, i don't know whether you know the nirbhaya case sort of, <laughs> it was probably around uh, 2014 is when i yeah, did the yeah. production maybe 2013 or 12 she was yeah, yeah. gang raped in a very yeah it was a very pathetic story that hmm. yeah so so that was my theme yeah. okay a uh, girl child protection hmm. in bharatanatyam it was a classical dance drama so my family said uh, maybe it's a sensitive theme and you should think about it and things like that but then i thought uh, why should 
why sh- why sh- i mean aren't we just portraying the truth yeah so that way um that one production we did it and uh, it was a one and a half hour production and that actually caused tears in many people's eyes when they actually realized this is the plight of hmm. most i'm not talking about the extreme yeah. but you know any small issue that a girl goes through so that was something that changed me i think it made me more bold you know a fear yeah. factor so it's like it kind of made me feel that, yeah we can do anything kind of hmm. yeah, through yeah, art yeah. through art you know something i feel like you know most people don't do that like mm. they 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 portray what they feel yeah. but then they should work on what's going on around exactly, them exactly yeah i feel yeah. like art is very powerful yeah, it is to very portray much. such it is, stuff it is it is yeah, it is yeah. people, very people people need to realize that yeah yeah okay so that was the whole production yeah so uh, and then you shifted to kuwait yeah that that year, was in uh, yeah, 2015 15, yeah, yeah 2015 yeah so how was that shift from dubai to kuwait did that affect anything <sighs> like how was how was the whole change that change was very very it was a big change for me yeah uh, because i had just begun taking classes just begun over okay. there because i had quit my job i told you that that is because i wanted that was the calling okay yeah i quit my oh, when job did, when did that happen when did you quit 2014 just okay. a couple of months before my production okay so i think it was that production that gave me you know a lot of uh, courage courage yeah, yeah that I, now i don't have to worry hmm. maybe i should quit my job and maybe i should take the chance of yeah. you know imparting now i was very keen on that also i used to like seeing the children develop hmm. so i started my classes and then my husband got another job here in kuwait yeah and then we had to move and it was a big change hmm. again i am very accommodating yeah again me probably it's the way i was brought up so hmm. when i came here also it was a very it was like dubai 25 years back okay okay so it was like from a modern era to an older era <laughs> yeah you could say that yes it was very much <laughs> very much uh, but i still loved it because dubai was a very busy life yeah. you know you work you uh, traffic it is it was mm. really really hectic for mm. me but i was enjoying i really enjoyed the silence i i am actually like that i don't like too much noise i'm i like to be yeah, alone yeah, yeah. yeah. so i uh, it was a big change but yeah. i could adjust and i mm. i enjoyed yeah going back to the production yeah it takes a lot of ideas and like you get inspiration from different places yes so where is that key place that where you get all your ideas like or is it spread out like different situations different uh, mm. incidents you mean a, a physical place uh, or just yeah yeah just yeah as physical place or like uh, an I, yeah i i don't know i honestly from 2014 was my last uh, i've done productions but yeah. i've repeated after coming to kuwait uh, i've repeated two productions hmm. but the honest thing is i don't know why uh, i think it the creative spark is to come when i was working <laughs> okay you know yeah, yeah yeah working and i think then you see a lot of things hmm. you meet a lot of people you get to hear a lot of things unless or until you read the newspaper every day you yeah. know i don't read the newspaper i am very bad i'm kind <laughs> of outdated that way but uh, that was one thing i found missing in kuwait yeah I don't know I could just not nothing could just come the spark was yeah, not there yeah it was not there I yeah. I'm not blaming anything I'm just just <laughs> me personally yeah. so uh, but now finally after I think 4 years I'm working on a new production okay okay which nice. I'm really really looking forward to and uh, so it's 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 basically a topic or a matter of uh, interest that you that sparks the hmm. you know trigger for you to work yeah. on it 
for example and, and, unless you feel, unless you don't feel that energy it's you, it's not the energy also yeah? it's something that for me it's something that makes you upset that has ah, made me okay start something yeah if you ask me specifically yeah, yeah. that's nice yeah i think when you get hurt hmm. you want to take it out yeah yeah, yeah so that's what so is that how dance was for you was it like an escape from the pain and yes, the upset yes 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 I, I was, that, that, was that dance like always like that for you where like you would take that negative energy and you would put it in dance mm, not like really. for me because i write visions mm-hmm. like visions are like um, what do you say what i'm what i'm feeling in my head okay. and i write it and i post it out on my instagram okay, and everywhere else. okay okay so like for me my vision is more like the negative energy that i get from others mm-hmm. i put it into like a creative mm-hmm. blender and okay. that's what comes out as a vision okay so was dance like like that as an escape from the negativity for you 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 could say that you're yeah. right yeah it was it was uh, um i wouldn't say to escape it but to address that negativity hmm. to address and let people know that you know this is what is happening and you know can okay, we yeah, could yeah. we could get over this because see if from the 600 or 700 people that come to watch your show yeah if at least two people you know think or if it can change the mindset of two people or even one i think that's good enough yeah and again we have a problem because we as human beings consistency is yeah 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 very poor so probably that one person who would get influenced would get influenced probably say for a period of one year then mm. again they may get back to mm. so i think we as humans so which is why we continue to yeah you know give give the people So. that's the difficult part of a it is, creator it yeah. is yeah yeah because you can't stop because people will, even the society will keep on asking exactly. where's the next where's yes, the next yes one? yes very true and the problem is once you've set a benchmark yeah and then you have to keep up with that yeah, or at it, least go better than yeah, that yeah go better than that yeah. or at least keep up but the thing what i've realized it is i think uh, uh, that would come that mindset would be when you're young hmm. you know when you want to prove the world yeah you know that you're good or but over the period of time you think that uh, what you feel you want to do what mm. you want to put in yeah and i think uh, of course we would always look at this point also that we shouldn't uh, you know go below the standards yeah, and things yeah. like that but at the end of it it's like what you feel strongly you put across mm. so has there ever been like a fan moment where like someone comes up to you and say like your your crea- your production or like this has changed my life Has that have you ever felt anything like that? Mm, uh, not about production, but uh, I think uh, a lot of my students come and tell me that mm. they started liking dance. Yeah. You know, uh, for production, I've uh, the the underlying the underlying emotion mm. or the uh, uh, or in a classical dance is usually um, bhakti or uh, devotion. Hmm. So a lot of productions that I've done has triggered devotion in people. That's they, they I've heard that. Yeah, okay. But again, that is easy I feel because uh, you know you see visually something you're surprised and I don't hmm. think that's an influence. Okay. And it is just like they kind of get lost in the moment. Hmm. That also is a big achievement because you're on stage and uh, you know you do it all live hmm. and then to influence someone to enjoy at that point and I mean I think that is also a big challenge. But yeah, a lot of students have told me that um, you know, probably coming and learning with me, they have begun to like hmm. dancing, and they have uh, removed all the preconceived notions, like you know, 
being old doesn't matter or mm. being yeah, uh, yeah. i mean if even though you're not talented they you know these words that we have in society talent young thin fat yeah. all the you know so anything is possible mm. that that one thing i i think i've been able to influence them yeah probably with my own story <laughs> <laughs> but then that's good that's good yeah i feel like the world is like for me in my my ideology is like the world's like a river mm-hmm. and like you i want drop mm-hmm. and when a drop falls in the in a still yeah, yeah the Express, ripples are created yes, yeah yes, so like for yes. in my mind it's like every action you do it's like a yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a drop yeah. and yeah. the ripple effects keep on going yeah. it depends on how big and how like special the drop is correct you're right yeah the problem is the drop must be good <laughs> <laughs> yeah because yeah, it, it can go yeah. either way it can go yeah. good or bad yeah but again i always uh, tell myself yeah we are humans so hmm. but again i don't know whether that's a kind of an escapism yeah you know from doing wrong things and saying no i'm a human being so yeah uh, yeah sometimes uh, i tell myself that yeah, yeah. okay so um we all like a production it's like financially it's hmm. pretty expensive very heavy yeah. so like how was there any struggle on the financial standpoint when you were working on that mm. like who used to handle the financials because you said you're not good in yeah was yeah. there anything uh yeah um, i was not good but thing the biggest blessing was i was working uh-huh. so i we say if we have 20 participants for yeah. our production so we i used to t- tell them that you know uh, if you could share some expense yeah. and uh, that used to be like maybe half of the expense hmm. and then again we used to go for sponsors yeah but every time till date <laughs> hmm. i have always been spending from i hmm. that time i had a job so it was okay yeah now uh, again it goes from the family hmm. my father keeps sponsoring is very liberal that way yeah. i mean support i'm talking about support yeah, because yeah, they yeah. can they can so um, again this is how the money part is so i've never been able to make money through productions probably because that was not my intention yeah uh, so that used to be like just you know that never used to be my final destination hmm. you know so that's why i i always lose money yeah lose as in i i put because i But feel then, even it's my yeah, responsibility yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get so it. So it's not like losing money, you yeah. know. I do something that I like, so the I the satisfaction is also yeah, there, yeah. Not not just the satisfaction. I think it is even my responsibility to put in money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. So that's how I see it. Yeah. So like you've been through a big journey, okay? Are you happy now with where you are and how things are looking for you now? Yeah, I'm very 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 happy now. Uh-huh. I'm very happy. And uh, again, um I think it's not because of anything that has shaped up. Hmm. I, I, yeah, I think yeah because as you said I've realized what makes me happy. Yeah. Trust me. I've really realized and I don't think it'll change. Hmm. Because I think art is it's like saying that there has to be a day when you know you will believe that God does not exist. You know that God exists. Hmm. So same way I know that art will give me hmm. the happiness. at any point in time yeah. because it has been giving me i'm telling you when i was depressed when i was upset so this thing i didn't forcefully go and dance okay that's yeah. not what i mean like that's the first thing you turn to uh not really sometimes some it has come by chance for mm. me for example i i am doing my masters in bharatnatyam yeah okay so basically i'm studying i'm doing my master ma okay. so when i went to chennai for yeah. the classes Mm, probably i was not going through very i, w- I was in a very bad emotional state yeah. just yeah very recently so what i realized was that 
when you're involved that classes are like from morning till evening okay like almost around 12 hours you are not like dancing but you're involved in yeah, yeah, yeah. you know uh, practicing theory, and all practicing that. Yeah, yeah. and everything uh, different things so after that you don't need anything else <laughs> you come back home and again you're thinking for the next day yeah you're looking forward you're looking thinking, forward yeah. to you don't have first is the time of course and hmm. second is you don't want anything else yeah you know hmm. uh, me being a mother of two i feel guilty sometimes i uh-huh. i need to check on my kids they uh, apart from that yeah i think uh, art is so powerful hmm. and I, that's why i wish especially classical art i mean for me yeah probably for you to be something else yeah yeah, yeah. That's why art I wish is different for different for people, everyone, yeah. whatever form. I yeah. wish everyone involves in art, you know, because it okay. is really a lifelong companion, no doubt. So, like now that you have reached like a certain height, would you want to change anything? The whole journey, do would you want to, you know, if there is something that you what what change do you want now, mm. since you have been through this much? Mm. Of my journey that I came. Yeah, or now in present, anything. If you want to change anything, no, what would you change? No, nothing. Nothing. As in, see, socially, of course, there are a lot of things that yeah. I would like to change. But otherwise, in life, I think all the the things that happen in our life hmm. happen for a reason. Yeah. And I don't think um, uh, I would like to change it because yeah. it has molded me for sure hmm. to be something else, or you know, yeah, to face a similar situation. So I think I don't I don't think I want to change anything. Hmm. Yeah, and in future, <laughs> again I, I told you this is something I really wish to impart. Like I wish a layman yeah. get involved gets involved in classical dance, hmm. like teaching their children or hmm. yeah, no money making strategy. It's not yeah. to get more students, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's because of the benefit and happiness I have got. Hmm. Okay, so uh, you you mentioned the fact that your future hmm. you don't know what it holds. Yeah. No one knows. Yeah. In fact, but um, would you say, if let's say let's push, let's assume that the future does not have dance mm. involved due to certain reason, mm. would you be happy still, or would you still somehow get involved in dance? Because I know it's given you a lot of mm. happiness and a lot of. Would you still get involved somehow? Uh, for about the future, when you yeah. said what I want to change. Um, apart from that see i think we all uh, i think aim hmm. okay which keeps changing for yeah. me of course it keeps changing but as of now uh, my aim is to you know complete my masters hmm. i'm talking in like tangible sense okay yeah. it's to complete my masters and then do a phd and things like that yeah. so for me now when i see i don't see this thing going away but again as you said yeah god forbid if there comes a situation where i cannot hmm. be involved in it Uh, I'm sure I'll be very frustrated, hmm. uh, and I would just be very positive, thinking that I'm going to get back, because again something has to come to me by chance. Something other than this yeah. that would fascinate me hmm. has to come to me by chance. You know, sent by the force. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, uh, I would positively hope and hmm. wish that I always. be you know with so dance. what is that one thing about like bharatanatyam about the classical form in general hmm. that has always like held you to the whole form hmm. the whole dance you said it's like you're constantly learning yeah so is it just that or was there some other factor like 
that kept you binded to it because now you have the freedom to go out and explore your other yeah, options yeah, and do yeah. something else but then you're still here mm. still doing classical dance mm, mm. so like what is that one factor that's kept you here first of all the thing is um, the truth is that i don't it, it even i think uh, i don't know how many births is required to actually get to know hmm. about this vast mm, okay. thing about uh, forget classical dance even bharatanatyam hmm. and that i have that curiosity hmm. i i because it is so much tobias it is just so much hmm. so any new topic you know pops up about this i have a curiosity to know oh really oh okay so this was how that person or that time that era people you know looked yeah. at so i it's that curiosity that's probably holding me hmm. into it and i think um, if this if the the curiosity factor is there that really the end product is obviously it is fully satisfying yeah like you perform or you, and the music i i i love music more than yeah. dance okay i love music so when i work with my musicians that bliss yeah like you you when you dance yeah, yeah, yeah. you we want good music hmm. so at the end of it when that also comes out i think it's like a normal it's it's some hormone that happens in your body what is it you know the happiness hormone that just yeah, automatically yeah. gets triggered yeah yeah it's just that plain that okay yeah that's keeping me i mean who doesn't want to be happy yeah you know so it's just it's a very automated process yeah yeah, yeah. but then like you know you told it brings happiness hmm. but then if you ask me hmm. uh, most of the people don't try to attain happiness i know yeah it's it's actually sad mm. cuz i feel like even you you feel the same way i bet it's uh, see it's very easy for us to say that yeah. okay i wouldn't uh, judge anyone and i wouldn't uh, complain about mm-hmm. anyone who says that they can't be happy hmm. probably again they have their own reason yeah and i think you know we all need that angel in our life hmm. uh to actually oh who is that angel in your life different stages i have had different angels for example um last year my friend i was like um casually talking to her yeah. you know and she told me why don't you try uh, the secret i have you heard of it ronda burns the law of attraction hmm okay it's uh, it's about quantum physics okay 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 it's based on quantum physics so um she told me why don't you just try you know watching the movie there's a movie i think mm. you should watch it so it's like uh, the law of attraction it is it's just like the law of gravity mm. okay the law of attraction but it plays with your emotions you have yeah. to use your emotions there and it is see, it's it's like what uh, the alchemist he said follow what he said yeah. right i mean um if you have a vision if you have a belief strongly mm. it'll automatically the world will cons- it'll just happen for you yeah, automatically yeah. so that is what the law of attraction says and i was in a very very low you know mode that time and she told me you know why don't you try this listen to it and then i downloaded the audio version of it yeah. and i was amazed amazed at the possibilities we have in our life hmm. and for me i think i never gave up um, i i realize again it's all realization yeah yeah So I I that is one thing I'm very happy and I wish to tell everyone in the world that trust me nothing is the end of anything. Hmm. So that showed I mean that uh, secret told yeah. me that you we 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 see a lot of quotes right positive yeah. thinking but we don't really know we don't really practice hmm. we see a quote and then we say ah oh, yeah fine yeah this is right yeah. next minute we are again yeah, yeah everyone everyone has that you exactly. can quote you can quote a quote 
but you have to put in the work in order to achieve exactly. it. Exactly. Most people don't want to. Don't want to, but probably it's because they don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I meant by this angel. Yeah. Okay. So she told me about this, and I started listening to it, and hmm. oh, that I think that changed my life. That really, you know, I don't know. That really brought in a lot of sunshine. Yeah. And along with that, uh, some angels like in the form of your friends. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, that's what uh, Kuwait. The best thing about Kuwait, if you ask me. Yeah. Again, I think God has been so wonderful to give me good friends. Hmm. My best friend here, Swati. Yeah. I think um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think anybody else other than your friend can know you completely. Yeah. I feel because hmm. uh, even your spouse, you would hide yeah, yeah. some things. Even your parents, probably you don't want to disappoint them. Hmm. But I think a friend, if you get a good friend. Yeah, you will tell them everything. Tell, and I think some at some point you don't need to even tell them; they'll understand. Yeah. So she was, she is another angel in my life. Mm. Um, you know, so that's what. So about happiness. Yeah. She she also told me things like they might be just one sentence, it might be just a sentence, mm. but that could change your life. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. what I understand. So probably if uh, an angel comes into your life, yeah. You know, it's not because people in purposely don't want to be happy. Okay. Probably they don't know. I mean, you know. Okay. Some more some more questions related to the future is. Uh, You've been to you've you've stayed in Dubai. Mm. You've stayed in Kuwait. Yeah. And have you like stayed for a long period in Kerala also? I bet. I, I used to go for my vacations yeah, yeah. there. Yeah. That's Only. It. Yeah. You haven't stayed there for. No, like, no, okay. no. So out of the three, mm. also based on the people there and the whole environment, where would you settle down for like for good? Do you want to really uh, put me into trouble? <laughs> Any place that's in the Where I would like to settle. Yeah. I... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Since um, I was born and brought up in Dubai, yeah, I've, the, the inclination no. is always yeah, yeah for Dubai. Hmm. And I'm not saying why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah, it's yeah. always Dubai because yeah. uh, I I must appreciate the country. Trust me, it is. Again, he was a man with a vision. Hmm. Dubai was less. They don't have petrol. Yeah, and it's through business and you know that they have grown. Yeah. He was he is a man with a vision. The ruler of Dubai. Okay. So uh, I think that is again a lesson for all of us to learn that nothing is impossible. Yeah. So in keeping that, uh, and even the people over there, um, I think I told you when I came to Kuwait, it was like when I my childhood time in hmm. Dubai. Yeah. So the people over there are probably it's, everyone is very busy. Yeah. And uh, again, they they have bigger. I, I've noticed people hmm. they have uh, bigger aims. Rather than just like a short-term thing, like money-making yeah. or, you know, so that has also influenced me, which is why again when I worked, you know, when I worked in Emirates, I had some fantastic colleagues mm. who used to really um, trigger the spark in me. Yeah. You should do this, and they never told me, you know, you're not making money or you're not um, promoting yourself. No, they used to tell me about deeper uh, subjects. Yeah, yeah. We used to discuss deeper subjects, and that's how it helped me. Yeah. So of course, uh, Dubai anytime. <laughs> So um, you're you're thirty seven you're thirty seven years old. Yeah. Uh, thirty so thirty seven years young. Okay. Okay. And uh, when when this part comes, I need that that beep to come. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. So yeah. and uh, you have obviously you have a long life to look forward to. Inshallah. So yeah, inshallah. Yeah. What is your what do you say your aim or your vision towards the future and what it holds for you as a person? What do you hope it holds? I think uh, I, I, 
I have not really thought about any vision, honestly speaking. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I told you, um, because for me, I think each day, I count it by each day. Hmm. And uh, probably again, I may think, you have again made me realize that, uh, trust me, I never realized it till now, hmm. that it was the productions that made yeah. me more inclined and I'm really thankful to you, Tobias, really. <laughs> Which is why I keep on doing productions. The only, like, the, the I get to, like, honestly, people ask me, why do you go through the pain of editing? Because <laughs> it's not just on YouTube, it's also on other audio platforms okay, as well. Yeah, so, like, yeah. you have to edit everything separately and mm. people ask me why. And I'm saying, honestly, like, this moment, like, when I'm hearing the story and the journey, somehow, somewhere, it will affect my decisions in mm. the future. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. You're so, right. like, why I do it is for the story. Mm. I feel like everyone has a story to yes, tell. Some yes. people are not storytellers. Right, right. But then everyone has a story to tell. Right, right, right. That's the whole reason behind this, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And plus, see, you're doing it for yourself. But yeah, yeah. even I am, I mean, I am realizing. That's just, this, a, that's just a plus point on the way, yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever it is, see, because see, out of probably the couple of hours we talk. Yeah. See, we all, I got hmm. a pointer. We always say, you know, some, some of my friends keep telling, I, I keep encouraging my friends to go for workshops, like dance workshops, mm. keep learning, keep learning. So they sometimes tell me, um, I don't think it's going to be useful. So I tell them, you never know. Yeah, you never know. You never know. See, you go for those two, three hours, you may get one thing which is also good enough. It's better than getting nothing. Mm. So that's the same thing that I got today. Seriously. Yeah. I was actually very nervous, <laughs> but still, I'm so happy. I'm really happy that you made me realize that yeah. one part. Yeah. So about the I vision part, um, trust me. Uh, as of now, I I want to learn. I just yeah. uh, again, and this has been always my vision hmm. in a very blur or very uh, unclear manner. I would say that I want layman to enjoy classical hmm. dance. That that's that is my yeah the yeah, whole yeah the a broader vision. Okay. Yeah. So um, the journey has been, it's, it's, there were pretty yeah, yeah, struggles and all yeah, that. Course, yeah, of uh, course, very much. Yeah. So like during that whole phase, I feel like when, when, if I, if I am achieving something mm -hmm. that I love, I feel like one or two people have sacrificed something in their lives mm -hmm. to like, to support me and make yeah, me who I am. Right. Has there been anyone who has sacrificed their dreams for yours to happen? Do you feel like anyone? Yeah, I think my parents uh, sacrificed their dreams. I mean, I, I don't know how... Um, I wouldn't say sacrificing their dreams, but I think all parents, uh, we call it sacrifice, right? Yeah, they've, yeah. they've sacrificed their time, they've mm -hmm. sacrificed their money, they've sacrificed so many things for us. Mm. And of course, I think that is what has led me to this, to, to what I am now. Yeah. Nothing else. Uh, of course, my teachers, you mm. know, your teachers also yeah, yeah. play a big role. Mm. And I think it's all God sent. Like hmm. you see, the the these are people in the form of God that we can see. Hmm. So, and of course, a lot of angels. Yeah, yeah. And now uh, I have this uh, very very nice angel. I mean, <laughs> again, my very good friend, hmm. Purnima. Hmm. So she again, you know, the thing is, uh, uh, it's like we say birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. So we have the friends we have. You will only have friends who are similar to you. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Okay. So if they're not similar, if you don't 
have the same wavelength they will just yeah, go yeah. away over time they will drift apart they will apart. just yeah. drift apart so probably we would feel bad oh sure you know this that yeah like but attracts like yeah but kind of exactly yeah exactly that is the point so me and my friend purnima again we discuss deep topics so we also realize that like attracts like yeah although the conventional thing is that opposite attract that is yeah, yeah, yeah. the magnets magnets but if you are happy you attract happiness yeah. if you are sad you attract sadness so again when i was about the tough times you asked yeah. me when i was really 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 low you know my friend purnima again <laughs> another angel hmm. she and i am a person with a very bad complex huh? yeah very uh, probably it's because uh, i've heard things like uh, uh, how can you dance you're so fat Yeah yeah. Uh how can you sit you are uh, you know Yeah I'll get back to that later on. Okay yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so I had Purnima again she used to encourage me a lot. Yeah. Okay so um you said like you have a complex and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. So was there like because this is how I how I work is whenever someone is like no you can't do it mm-hmm. then then the fire ignites within me where okay. i'm like i'm going to show you that i can do this mm-hmm. so was there any point where someone is like you're not fit for this someone who has superbly what do you say demotivated you mm-hmm. and then you had a point to prove like no i'll show it to you was there anything like that <laughs> any incident yeah i told you i'm a very sensitive person yeah. so when people told me such things i just felt bad and mm. i just sat down and i never tried mm. So that is one bad thing about me. Yeah. Unlike other stories where mm. people say that you know this the, you know that rage was there when she heard or when he heard. Yeah. But for me that only demotivated me. Hmm. That only pulled me down and I could never perform. Yeah. So until my friends again, you yeah. know these friends used to tell me you can, you are capable. Hmm. Only those words, trust me, only positive words helped me. Hmm. but the negative ones only pulled me down mm-hmm. probably i should work on it yeah but i feel then your vision your 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 intention changes hmm. you then get subsided to proving it to them yeah where you get deviated from, from developing actual, yeah, yeah, yeah developing yourself hmm. so i don't think again for a short run thing such you know a, a rage is good hmm. in in a, for a certain limit yeah like you know you have your rivals who say who probably backbite you and then yeah. you uh, say let me show it. you know yeah yeah but that is so short run hmm. that is so short run there you forget what your intention was what yeah, your aim was, was yeah, yeah exactly so for me i've only i've for me only positivity worked hmm. and that's what i'm trying to give yeah to my students also whoever comes with me you know positivity because i want to be I want to because when I was young when I heard negative I used to really feel bad. Hmm. I don't know how it is for you guys now. Yeah, you yeah. guys just ignore it. I mean when your teacher says fit for nothing, how would you feel? It depends. <laughs> I really depends. Okay. How but would you feel? I it it would affect. Hmm. But then we don't it's like more like now it's more like how you portray yourself to others. Mhm. Like this is something I constantly like remind others. I try to remind others. It's like you should be yourself wherever you are. Hmm. Don't like everyone has this mask. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Everyone has this mask that they put on in front of others. You're right. Yeah. Like for me, it's for me especially. I have this is my ideology of me. It's like I have three people. Mm-hmm. One's Tobias. That's mm-hmm. like a mix of both good mm-hmm. and bad. Okay. One's TJ. That's like more the 
the alter ego mm-hmm. okay like who is fully completely me yeah. then there is yeah. toby that's like the friendly one who is like around everyone yeah. enjoying okay okay i have three people in one that's my yeah. that's how yes. my head works yes. yes yes but then i want like i even i'm constantly trying to be myself wherever i am mm-hmm. So like because otherwise you'll be like oh here here these are the friends like when you're with your true friends you're like okay I can be myself mm. when you're with like a bigger know, set yeah, you I have know. to be it is, oh it I is have like to. that I think for yeah, yeah, everyone yeah I, that's that's the main ideology I push forward and like okay. when people okay. when like back when I was very young when like people would uh, you know make fun of me and all that it would okay. get to my head whereas yeah. now I feel like mentally I've matured yeah but like now okay. I this is this is how my head works it's like I have a bullshit filter. So like okay. Uh, okay. So like when when people give me feedback shit filter now yeah, yeah yeah it's like when people give me uh, okay. yeah. negative, negative stuff and all yeah, that yeah. I will filter out what's like half of it is jealousy and half of it is hatred <laughs> okay. so I'll filter out that and I'll take the actual stuff where I can work on and okay. then work on those Okay but how successful are you in doing that uh, um fairly Okay because now now it's like now like as I've grown older as I said maturity has been there and now i think before i speak or do okay i think 100 times before i tell something good so like the initial anger that i get like mm-hmm. recently there was a meme video on i'll show it to you after this okay so i felt pretty bad okay. like it was funny and all but then i felt bad also so how i dealt with this what at first i was like i i first thing i did i switched off my internet because mm-hmm. i know i'll post something or the other okay and then i just all the rage the initial anger I just expanded it and then I calmed down yeah. and then I thought about it and then okay. I was like see actually it's it's okay just leave I it know. as it is wow very nice mm. i'm so glad that uh, you know young children like you are mm. practicing this and that's the whole ideology i'm trying to spread it's like nice. you should deal with your stuff yes yes maybe tell it to a few people don't overburden everyone with it yeah. maybe one or two people yeah but then yeah be yourself brilliant yeah be yourself is very difficult yeah it's because, difficult but yeah. then that's why you should try it more yeah yeah no especially about this calming down i really liked what mm. you said because i think if you give yourself some time just yeah. hold on there because trust me i have messed up my life when i've not done mm. that big time like even even recently when like when my friend was like getting frustrated and like i told someone else about because i was angry i was asking what's up and they were not telling me so i got angry and i told like another friend as like see this person is not talking to me i can't fix like his or her mood like if they don't tell me like give it some time but like god give it some time but now like when i look at how i was when i was frustrated yeah. i get it what you mean by I give know, it time i know yeah at right. first it's just that initial shock yes. but then over time you will calm down yes. and then the actual feelings you had will come out come out yeah, yeah. right very true very yeah. true in fact um, i've had a couple of bad experiences mm-hmm. like over the last 2 years because of my uh, spontaneous reaction mm-hmm. where um I was not myself. Yeah. You know where I thought we should react what is this you know this is not fair and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I was not myself that was not me. Yeah. Me is holding on being calm thinking mm-hmm. and um, so those two uh, spontaneous reactions of mine really created havoc. <laughs> and again I was in a total mess. Yeah. So now again I am thinking about holding on to being myself mm-hmm. about what you yeah. said. Yeah. And I'm so glad that uh, you know Achai, I mean, a young boy like you is hmm. started practicing. My God, Tobias, <laughs> fantastic! Really, <laughs> thank you, thank really. you. Really. Okay, so uh, a couple of closing questions. Yeah. So, um, let's say this journey of yours continues and you become quite successful and well known. Hmm. If you would have a book named after your journey, hmm. that's based on your journey, what would you call it? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's something people don't think about that's why i like going on that cuz you know people say don't judge a book by its cover but that but that's what I everyone know, does exactly if you want to read the title and that's then they close that's what exactly so if you would name your book what would you name it oh my god these kind of questions i'm not good at <laughs> it has to be impressive otherwise i'm not going to sell my book so that's what i'm thinking it would be probably a dancer in the gulf mhm about because i've been okay. in the gulf yeah yeah for for a major part woes of, like, of yeah. yeah woes of woes of a gulf dancer hmm. <laughs> because it's self published it should be fine mm-hmm. but i don't think a publisher would no i mean yeah yeah because here honestly being very honest in the gulf it's not like india especially for art mm-hmm. uh, you have in india it is so vast mm. you yourself must be knowing yeah, i mean yeah. if it's hip hop yeah, you yeah, have yeah. so many so many places to go to mm. here just so restricted so we are all so limited mm. and i must say uh, thanks to the new generation thanks to youtube thanks to google yeah yeah you know people like us in the gulf and you probably the other countries also mm. we find a lot of information on the internet okay. yeah. which is uh, really a blessing yeah, but like, again that yeah one to one learning yeah is completely a different thing mm. So I feel like because the like people criticize the technology yeah. but then because of technology also many things have many happened. Many things no doubt yeah. Yeah. Again it is just p- part of being judgmental yeah. you know about uh, technology. Yeah. Like now now if you want to learn something yeah all you need is an internet connection. I know exactly exactly. If you want to react if you want to express yeah it's you know yeah, you yeah. just need internet. <laughs> so uh another question. It better um, be an easy one. <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's pretty easy. So um you said many people have influenced you over the years. Mm. Yeah. So who is that one person who gave you that like what is the biggest advice that someone has given you that has stuck with you till the end of Okay. Till now till now. Yeah. So I I told you about a colleague hmm. um when I was working in Emirates. Yeah. He is like a much elder than probably okay. the age of my mother. Yeah. Yeah. So he told me you should never be scared of anything. Hmm. But fear factor. Yeah. See because I think our life is driven by fear. Yeah. Anything you say, anything you do, hmm. you have that oh, what is going to be the output, correct? Hmm. Yeah. It's it's about uh, having the mask. It's I think even if you don't have the mask, a normal human being I feel like fear is what drives everyone. Everything. Yeah. Everywhere, your action, your words. Hmm. So he told me never ever fear. Yeah. Anything. Hmm. And um never ever think that we cannot achieve. Hmm. And it's just not words, huh? Yeah. For me, I have actually seen it in my life. When I cut out my fear and when I you know the inhibition that can i there is no yeah. can i i can hmm. it is reverse i can and that is the the truth hmm. okay uh, the uh, an evidence for that or whatever i don't know the apt word i started my dance school here in kuwait yeah. in september 2017 october 2017 yeah okay and um, <clears throat> again i'm a person with a lot of inhibitions yeah yeah okay not many but i have that bad complex within mm. me so i always had uh, would i be i know that i can yeah. but still somewhere because i told you i love to learn so mm. i keep thinking that no i'm not good enough i still don't know much yeah, you know yeah, because yeah. of that curiosity and that urge to learn mm. okay so uh, he told me just go ahead yeah believe that you will you will you are you okay. can and um, 
fingers crossed whatever and again um positive thinking through yeah. the law of attraction hmm. okay uh, i don't see anything that i mean i don't see any reason that i should hide it but hmm. trust me uh within i think uh, not even, yeah one and a half years i think now it's been since i started hmm. i think within one year i got 100 students i for me congrats yeah <laughs> I'll give you a treat. <laughs> no, for me, it was a big thing. Yeah. Because I did not limit my beliefs. Hmm. Okay? That's what I want to tell you all. Trust me, anyone can achieve anything. So, yeah. I did not limit my belief. Because of these motivators, huh? Because it's my colleague, Koti Ali. Yeah. So, um, I believed so vast. I believed so enormously. I gave, I gave way for possibility. Hmm. I didn't uh, think, what if? what if you know mm. once you limit yourself that is again slowing down your process of yeah. achieving so i think you should just have the blind unfathomable belief mm. that you can mm. and uh, without fear mm. so that is one thing i think i'm going to hold on till the end of my life no fear for anything <laughs> if you like this is my idea mm-hmm. it's like fear is only skin deep it's probably, just a probably, skin wound probably it'll heal like right. Right. You shouldn't, like, what I do is, I don't let fear hold me back. Mm-hmm. I, like, in my head, I built another fear of the regret. If I didn't do, if I don't do something. Okay. Imagine okay. it's like correct, co- correct. participating in a competition. Okay. It's first, the initial fear is if I lose. Mm, but then I, know. then I put, like, I actually put in the, in my head, the thought or the fear regret. of regret. Regret. Yeah, of not doing it. Yeah, right. And then right, I, right, right. Yeah, and exactly. then I use that to go forward. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Because again, you are giving way to that possibility. Hmm. And I think we should we yeah, should yeah. Uh, explore possibility. You know? Yeah. I think I have a lot lot to learn from you. <laughs> or rather, I think a thirty seven year old and a seventeen year old. Seventeen year old have so many things in common. I'm so glad though, yes, really. Just just twenty years difference. Just <laughs> no, I mean seriously. So I so I can. Uh, in fact, when I saw you first, I knew that there is something in you, hmm. and I still remember the way you danced and you know the yeah. competition and. Uh, so I was not wrong. <laughs> and another thing I want to tell like everyone: believe your instincts. Yeah. You know your gut feeling. Yeah, your gut feeling never goes wrong. It's never wrong, and I feel so proud at some. You know, sometimes people, all the people will tell you, "No, you're not doing the right thing." Yeah. But inside, deep inside, you know. Yeah. That only you know what. what only we know, but some, we never. Mostly, we don't listen to it. For example, again, it's it's everyone's everyone's life is based on what others feeling. Exactly. You. you we all will, live like that. Yeah. You will not believe the amount of people that base their life on the people they don't like. I know. Just to please others. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Like right. the sooner people realize that, because the sooner they correct. It's again, yeah. because of fear. fear. What if they don't accept me? Yeah, and all rejected, that? fear of being rejected, yeah. and you know, fear of not being acknowledged. Hmm. You're right. See, even uh, fearlessness for me is still there because yeah. I still don't know how to say no. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's because I feel, oh, would they feel bad? I still don't know how to ask openly many things. So I'm still, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, again, that lesson I will never learn. Hmm. Whatever bad things have, that whatever tough time I go through. Hmm. I know that it will pass and and the, the courage of facing it you know yeah. fearlessly is something that I really got yeah. okay so um, this is the part where I reverse the role you okay. can get you get to ask me any question that you want okay so just one question and uh, two <laughs> things it should not be what I asked you 
okay any kind of question that i asked you uh, only that okay yeah okay so one thing that very naturally came into my mind uh, see while all the young children talk about gadgets and hmm. um, um celebrities hmm. and uh, uh, inventions you know whatever yeah okay what made you like uh, this aspect of um, you know emotional uh, i mean the emotional hmm. aspect of the human see um, mind it's like this is uh, something like you can relate because you are also a creator in your in mm, your sense mm, mm. so let's say you don't you like something okay you want you wished it was true okay okay mm-hmm. but then it's not true mm-hmm. you i bet you would try to make that happen mm. like an idea and it's not there physically mm. so i bet you would go out of your way and do and make it like actually physically okay. happen okay so in my head like this is what happened I want like I I the whole story of how the podcast started was I got influenced by another podcaster and okay. that's how this whole started. Okay. But then in my head it was like I wish I could be a part like I was invited to a show like that and they would ask me my journey and okay. all of this. Okay. Cuz like everyone in one year if you go in depth there's a lot that happens in one of year. Of course of course. So like yeah. everyone would have their own story to yes, tell. Yes yes yes. So yes. in my head like it was like what if I w- like I wish I was invited. Okay. Then okay. then the second thought that came to my head in quite there's nothing like that. I guess okay. Okay. I guess there okay. is I really don't know. Yeah, yeah. And like no one I, I know does it. Mm, 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 and mm. then also in my head it was like okay no one has done it so okay, like okay. it's a good way to attract people. Correct, correct. Okay. And then the fourth factor was it was like therapy for me. Ah, uh, okay. Cuz I don't know if you've seen the talkie segment but on that we talk about everything and mm. anything and everything. Okay, okay. So it was like therapy for me cuz okay. I'm talking about a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in my head. Okay. That I would like fear of. Mm-hmm. I mean like i would be like how would they feel yeah yeah so right, like right, ignoring right. all that i just put it out okay so it was like therapy for therapy. me that's how the whole idea came front okay and then this it's just for one uh, i feel like experience plays a role in everyone's life yes right they learn a lot from experience yeah. but then if you focus on others experiences that will also like help you yeah. as guidelines so that's one reason i wanted to know the stories and mm-hmm. No it's that hunting for that what's the next big thing But can you tell me I'm so sorry you told yeah, me to yeah, ask yeah, only fine, one question but how has another person's experienced uh, you listen to it yeah fine yeah. but would that stop you from doing the the you know a wrong thing hmm. I mean would that stop you for example say your friend has done you know he has invested his money into business Yeah okay he had a bad experience yeah. would that still stop you from trying No uh, no it's like that's just the superficial Okay. I would go into the depth and okay. find out why like where he went wrong. Okay. okay. And then that idea that that what is that guideline that this will lead to this hmm. that I will apply it in my stuff. Okay. So, <laughs> I hope you do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because you know there are certain things that we we want to do so badly. Yeah. But again we would hear our parents telling hmm. that no don't hmm. because this this this. Yeah. But still you want to do it. So I personally feel that of course um you look at others experiences you hear others experiences but unless or until yeah, you yeah. experience yeah. i i for me it's been like that um i've never been able to like no matter how much you prepare i mean like how yeah, much right. safe you are yeah. there will still be one risk that you have to take yeah, yeah. right right so like this is just exactly, going, yeah. it's just going to help what like risk i will take but then i'm fingers crossed yeah, things yeah. go good of course of yeah. course yeah even let it go bad yeah, yeah. there's then, always then you have a, a story to tell <laughs> 
story to tell you have a lesson to learn yeah. and you have a chance to even you know mm. make yourself better yeah so okay so um i've told on the podcast that i have an alter ego i bet you i don't know if you've heard or not but then tj is my alter ego okay that's another what you say it's like the person i tap into when i need help okay so do you have like an alter ego like when you're on stage or something like that person who's completely different from you like when people talk to like that stage persona or that hidden part of you <laughs> that you reveal on stage or is there anything like that um <laughs> oh, well i i have never thought about that uh, i mean i think uh, probably my alter ego would be me being very nice to everyone hmm. okay you know because i'm helpless i mean and i feel it is a responsibility that i must be nice to mm. everyone yeah. probably i can take my true colors again as to my friends and hmm. yeah um, yeah that's about it actually about my alter ego yeah okay. yeah and i don't know probably again i've heard uh, even accusations i mean accusations for that because hmm. i'm generally a very very calm person hmm. I, i try my best i told you there have yeah, been yeah. just few incidents in my life that you know i was not myself yeah. and that caused havoc but so when i'm calm and when there's a point that i react hmm. a lot of people have actually accuse me saying mm-hmm. that she just pretends to be calm <laughs> her true colors are actually come you know it's yeah, come yeah, out yeah. so i i i feel so bad that i don't even have the freedom to even react yeah to even express myself mm-hmm. see when i felt i sh- i needed an outburst yeah this is how they see me yeah but again i don't need to care about what people hmm. think you know again it's it's such a vicious circle yeah you know how about how the society thinks about you how you need to behave in front of the society yeah. but i've i've come out from that a hmm. lot nowadays i really don't care yeah because i think i feel everyone should strive to yeah, be like that. i think experiences will make you you know yeah. because um i think now uh, i have a lesser alter ego i feel it's mm-hmm. like more of myself yeah yeah <laughs> that's good that's and you good. are yeah. I, that's your vision i guess yeah, yeah. yeah but um i'm so glad that you're working on it uh, from now itself huh. which will trust me yeah. you will live a happier life okay. <laughs> okay i mean you will achieve happiness at a much younger age okay yeah <laughs> so um if you could go back in time and give your younger version an advice what would it be or is that one piece of advice you'd be like listen to this stick with this <laughs> one piece of advice yeah i would always say listen to your parents nothing more nothing less than that yeah your parents uh, are always right uh i would say that yeah. i w- i would not say they are always right see because even they are human beings yeah. even they see nobody is perfectly trained mm. for anything we as children we are not trained as yeah. to be perfect children parents are also not trained hmm. they all do it based on their instincts yeah. and uh, there's no emotional stuff or anything i would not say anything emotional hmm. but as a child as a youngster i think um for me it has been like that and yeah. whenever i've not listened i've gotten um, yeah, you know yeah. so i think i would tell each and every young child to listen consult with their parents yeah. and then you know okay so before i go to the closing question uh, where can people find you on social media uh vinita pratish is my facebook yeah. name and on instagram it's vinita srishti that's mm. what i call my production yeah. and yeah, my yeah. dance school and uh, i'm not there on twitter on linkedin i'm still as a computer i mean operations yeah, engineer yeah. of emirates <laughs> so i don't use linkedin and yeah and i have yeah. my page on facebook okay. yeah. so before i get into the final question thank you for coming thank you so much uh, yeah we had a, i mean i had a good time i really like your story is something that i feel like 
many people would love to hear because everyone knows like Vinita everyone knows the person no one knows the story yeah. and the background of yeah. the struggle yeah. of how it was yes 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 yeah. yeah thank you for coming thank you so much uh, tobias and i think you're doing a great job thank you first of all uh, you said that it's to it's you're doing it as a adventurous yeah. thing uh, plus of course you have an inclination to that and i'm really glad that you are focusing on the emotional aspect yeah. of a human you know being which nobody really does yeah. so i think through that you will be able to achieve and you are already an achiever <laughs> so let it just grow obviously thank you so much for calling thank me you, thank, thank you. you so much god okay. bless you <laughs> final question um what is the biggest advice that you would what is the biggest two to three pieces of advice that you would give to any person who's listening and who still hasn't who still isn't clear about their vision of where they're headed what is the biggest advice that you would give uh, about the vision i think uh, it is our responsibility to delve into what to realize that what we need to do in life hmm. okay it is yeah. the individual's responsibility and once you have found it out however difficult it is hmm. we we just need to believe yeah. and trust me these are not words this is come with my experience hmm. we just need to believe that it will happen mm. or rather um we have to make believe we have to pretend or we have yeah. to imagine that you know i have already achieved it for example you said you you wanted to be interviewed yeah okay so you visualize you know and that visualization gives you immense happiness yeah. and that's the way it works and that will happen mm. yeah. so my advice is that nothing is impossible and it is not just words for me i have seen it i have practiced so anything is possible just with full faith and belief yeah. yeah thank you for coming thank you so much thank you